0: chapter nine of from different standpoints by pansy and fay huntington this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter nine from perry's journal nassau april eighteen it began that first morning after we came home and things have been a little unpleasant ever since i mean some things i must not speak of them to any one and this is why i have come to this old book once more it seems like a faithful friend in whom i can confide my perplexities i meant to be a consistent christian and it seemed to be an easy thing to do just to take up the work that came in my way to live in all things according to the spirit of the gospel i firmly believed that i perry harrison was equal to it why should i hesitate to take a bold stand for the christian faith having once been convinced of its reality why not be as ready and as strong to meet opposition here as i would be in any scientific or philosophical theories which i might have embraced but i find a difference i suspect that satan does not trouble himself about scientific or philosophical theories so long as religion does not get mixed in hence the votaries of science and philosophy do not find the wily enemy of souls interfering with their investigations until they enter the broader field of thought which the bible opens then he puts forth his strongest efforts and he is sure to find out the weak points of the soul he means to conquer and it seems to me that i am all weak points i who thought myself strong cower and tremble before eleanor's sarcasm i shrink from mother's tender sympathy and turn away from una's thoughtful appreciation it humbles me to find myself so weak, and it distresses me that I am proving myself such an unprofitable servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Christian way is so new to me, and having all my life lived so far below my ideal of what a Christian life should be, it is not always easy to act consistently in opposition to the wishes of another, and that other, my wife. I am still troubled about the same old puzzle— the conflicting views and practices of christians in regard to conformity to the world as we came from prayer-meeting last evening eleanor never goes to prayer-meeting una said perry i like your religion it is so like my father's if that could only come true if the living of the one who for so many years was a father to me might have so put its impress upon my life that it indeed should be like his I must then approach nearer my ideal. But Eleanor does not like Mr. Taylor, and she would scarcely be satisfied with a change in her husband that tended in that direction. Dear Eleanor, she has such perfect health and such buoyant spirits that I suppose I seem a little dull since I have been half an invalid, and she places it all to the change of what she calls my new notions. Una had taken tea with us and stopping in on the way home from the meeting to get her fancy work which seems to be a necessary accompaniment of going out to tea she said mrs eleanor you should have been at the meeting mr crampton was there and his singing was heavenly i thought that you and perry looked as if you had just come down from the clouds returned eleanor i don't understand miss taylor how it is that you are so devoted to prayer-meetings now i am a church member but i never think of going to one and you i believe have not even that motive i suppose though that in the country people who are fond of going out have to take to prayer meetings for recreation i don't know but i may be obliged to go myself yet as a means of self-preservation una laughed and replied i never thought of it in that light i go because i was brought up to it and my father would be shocked if i were to stay at home well said eleanor one goes because she was brought up to it and the other because he has taken up the idea that praying is the one thing to be done in this life why miss taylor i have heard more praying since i was married than in all my life together i mean of course except public prayers i might as well have married a minister and been done with it perry does talk like a minister said una wickedly i know it there is just my trouble eleanor said i am going to set my wits to work to contrive a plan to get him out of this horrid way so don't you oppose any plan i may propose of course i shall be ready for anything even a fancy ball returned una laughingly gathering up her things to go but to get back to that first morning Eleanor sat at the head of the table the place which my mother insisted upon yielding to my wife at the outset now ever since my father died i have sat in his place at the table and year by year been growing more and more to act in his stead as the head of the house but the family altar broken down at his death had never been re-established i had been slow to take up this duty even after i became a christian and my mother and i sat at our table and went about our work even without a word of prayer but i had decided that it could be so no longer and as we sat down to the breakfast table i said though my voice trembled mother eleanor this is a good time to begin it let us ask god's blessing when i had ended eleanor said in her smoothest tones and how sharp they are sometimes well perry that was well done YOU CERTAINLY HAVE A VERY EASY WAY OF PUTTING THINGS. WHAT NEXT BY WAY OF SURPRISES? FAMILY PRAYER, I SUPPOSE, WILL BE NEXT IN ORDER. BUT THAT OUGHT NOT TO BE A SURPRISE IN A CHRISTIAN HOUSEHOLD, AND I SHOULD NOT THINK IT WOULD REQUIRE ANY VERY GREAT SKILL IN THE PUTTING OF THE QUESTION IN AN EASY WAY. PUTTING THE QUESTION MAY BE EASIER THAN CARRYING OUT THE IDEA, SHE ANSWERED it may do very well in the country but it could never be done in the city do you mean to say that there is no such thing as this in city homes no of course i don't mean that you ought not to take me up so i mean in a home like ours for instance mama never comes down to breakfast before ten o'clock and sometimes uncle does not come at all tom and i take breakfast together unless i happen to have been out late you could never get the two or three together in our house and eleanor's silvery laugh had just the least bit of sarcasm in it but here it is very different i said oh yes but then you must not expect me to be as good as i am this morning as a rule i am not used to such abominably early breakfasts and i suspect that you will have your family prayers all to yourself all this good-humoredly and i could not decide how much of it she meant it all struck me as trifling and i knew my mother thought so and i made reply perhaps a little wickedly you forget that i have a mother and i think that with the presence of the servants the service can be kept up oh perry don't be disagreeable of course i think it is the orthodox way to have family prayers when practicable and where it is to one's taste but i never could endure the thought of being obliged to be prompt and then it would be so embarrassing when we have company i mean people who don't believe in such things like uncle or mamma now you think i am awfully wicked i know but it would seem queer to have a young fellow like you conducting family worship like deacon taylor will you have us read a verse around as they probably do over there Eleanor? well my dear i thought that i would like to have everything explained so that i might have a clear perception of what was expected of me seriously perry your religion is making you gloomy and old-fashioned you are not a bit as you used to be and i believe i liked you better before that is a complimentary thing for a wife of a week to say of her husband i said laughing i can't help it it is true you have grown solemn as an owl, and I expect every day to hear an announcement of your determination to renounce the pomps and vanities of the world. I have done that already, I said. And have you not done the same? Just here, mother spoke for the first time during this conversation. Eleanor, remember that Perry has been an invalid so long, and is still so far from being strong that it is not surprising he should have lost some of his old vivacity of manner for my part i think the change is not altogether for the worse a man in his position as the head of a household and the manager of an estate ought to be a man of some gravity there is to me great gratification in the thought that the loss to this community in the death of the father may yet be made good in the son these were pleasant words to hear from the lips of a mother who is not given to flattering or petting her boy my mother was never demonstrative in that way indeed my childhood's petting was all under the roof of that little brown house down the road by una's mother and yet no son ever loved and trusted a mother more than i love and trust mine Eleanor is not given to pouting but she came near it then Perhaps she felt my mother's words as a rebuke, though I do not think they were intended as such. Anyway, the conversation dropped just there. My Eleanor has not been accustomed to a religious atmosphere, I mean of the spiritual sort, such as Una and my cousin Daisy have breathed all their lives. True, her brother Tom is developing a grand Christian manhood, but he meets with such opposition from his mother and uncle... The one a Christian in name, the other an avowed unbeliever. He told me he longed to introduce a new order of things into their home, but his mother said it could not be mentioned as long as the uncle was a member of the family. My poor attempt succeeded better, though Eleanor's disrelish of the proceeding troubles me greatly. She frequently does not come down to breakfast, and so is not present at worship i wish she felt differently and i can but hope that she will grow to be more in sympathy with my views and feelings sometimes i fancy that she feels she has been wronged that the old unbelieving perry harrison was more to her taste than the grave man whom she married two years ago before my long illness i held life very lightly it was something to be enjoyed money talents education love all its good gifts were only valued as they were so many more aids to the grand old time i meant to make of life ah my estimate of life was a very low one i thought my standard was high but how low and mean it seems to me now viewed by the light of the revelations of the last few months with more exalted ideas of the importance of life with an ever-present remembrance of opportunities thrown away wasted time strength and money is it any wonder that i am consumed with an eager longing to be about the work which so much needs to be done and for which there are so few laborers and is it strange that this desire has changed levity into seriousness trifling into earnestness march twenty eighth i received a little note from daisy the other day it was written in response to a letter in which i told her that i had adopted her theory and could now thank the lord that i had been laid aside for so long as a useless member of society this was her reply redwood blank. my dear cousin o oh, sing unto the lord a new song for he hath done marvellous things his right hand and his holy arm hath gotten him the victory i love the lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications daisy dear me Eleanor said when she read the note what a sentimental lot of friends you managed to draw around you do you know i don't like the idea which that implies if you had been a real outcast a miserable low sort of a fellow and somebody had picked you out of the slums and filth of the city and made a man of you why then there would seem to be some sense in quoting that verse about marvellous things and a great victory you were always respectable and honourable and i cannot see what there is to make such a fuss about but eleanor if there is joy in heaven over one sinner that repenteth may not we on earth rejoice when the prodigal comes home i don't in the least know what you mean by comparing yourself with the prodigal she returned pettishly AND HOW COULD I EXPLAIN TO HER, HOW MAKE HER UNDERSTAND WHAT SEEMS CLEAR TO ME, THAT THERE IS NO DIFFERENCE? ALL HAVE SINNED AND COME SHORT OF THE GLORY OF GOD. WE ARE GOING TO NEW YORK FOR A FEW DAYS. Eleanor IS BORED WITH OUR COUNTRY WAYS AND NEEDS A CHANGE. I HAVE BEEN URGING UNA TO GO WITH US, BUT NO ONE SECONDED MY EFFORTS, AND THE LITTLE LADY HERSELF ONLY LAUGHED AND ASKED ME IF I HAD LOST MY SENSES. She has been here all the evening helping Eleanor with her packing. Some way the two get on together better than I expected. I had fancied that Eleanor did not like Una, but there seems to be a wonderfully good understanding growing up between them. And, as Una knows how to make herself useful, she is often here doing little bits of things for Eleanor. I have no doubt about my enjoyment of the projected trip, but for one drawback i dread to leave mother alone the weather is still very cold and cheerless i think it was a mistake our letting our faithful jenny leave us she understood mother's needs so well and could do for her what no one else can but mother feared that the new daughter of the house would not understand jenny's position and might not like the familiarity into which she had grown from being so long my mother's companion so, thinking that Eleanor's society would compensate for her loss, she decided to let Jenny go, and a new home just then opening to the girl, it was an easy thing to do. But I think now that it was a mistake. We did not look forward to just such an emergency as the present. However, Una will spend much of the time with Mother, so I shall feel easier. Eleanor is full of anticipations and happy talk of city gaieties. And I cannot deny that it will be pleasant, for I like the whir and whiz of the city. I have written to Tom to meet us there, and it will be a pleasure to meet Mr. Romaine again. But Eleanor quite positively refuses to stop at Mrs. Brockton's, her reason being that the very sight of that Mr. Romaine gives her the nightmare. So we go to a hotel. Well, I hear Eleanor bidding Una good night. So, I conclude that the last trunk is packed. I heard the carriage driving up some minutes ago. Jackson must be taking her home as it is raining. Eleanor is too thoughtful to let the child walk home in the rain. I am glad they are fond of each other. End of chapter Nine.